0: Coming up on this special New Year's Eve edition of Just for Sport, there's one player in the NBA that I have to say thank you, thank you, thank you to. I'm going to do, of course, my gut check picks. And I'm sorry, I had a big day yesterday. I'm going to talk to you about what was a truly special day for me yesterday on Thursday. And two players, two players that are affecting their franchises, one this Sunday, which is very sad, very, very sad. And the other one, if you get to the Super Bowl, you might be sweating it. That's coming up on Just for Sport. What's up, people? Another episode of Just for Sport. Happy New Year, everybody. Jamoke Davis here with you with this special edition of Just for Sport. I know I wasn't there Monday expecting a pod yesterday, but I'm finally back recording my last episode of 2021. And there were a lot of things I was like, oh, I want to talk about, I can get into, things that I've been thankful for, the year in sports, sports that I have enjoyed watching this year. And I did a little bit of that during Thanksgiving as well. And the first thing that came to mind I'm reflecting on is I remember at the, the end of last year, 2020, I said that I was gonna do kind of like a New Year's resolution, was I was gonna make a pick every day. Every day I'm gonna make a pick and see how I do at the end of the year. And I'm bummed out because I made it through like March or April and then then I stopped for a little bit and then I was doing the you know the big gut check picks but I'm going to try it again I'm going to try it again next year January 1st through December 31st I am going to pick one game every day and see how I do now full disclosure that I do now work for the University of Pittsburgh. So I am not going to do any college games. And that's a choice by me. And I imagine you're cool with it. I'm cool with it. But I just feel like I don't know if I'm gonna do any college stuff. I think I may just stay away from that. Definitely will stay away from the University of Pittsburgh. No doubt about that. Maybe the ACC. That might be where it extends. May just not do ACC and not do University of Pittsburgh. Not to have a direct connection to the athletic department, because I don't work for the athletic department, but I just feel more comfortable that way. All right, I got that out of the way. So I'm going to try it again this year and see if I can make it through the year. One pick a day. 365 picks. Let's hope I end up well over 500. But of course, what's surrounding the sports landscape is COVID. And while we've got players that are out, an interesting scenario that I heard on the radio, which I didn't confirm myself, uh, which I guess I should, but I'll just say that I didn't come up with it, but the person I heard say it, I, I believe them. And that Aaron Rodgers doesn't have to get tested again for some time because he got COVID. But the crazy thing is the next time he may have to test and he may test positive would potentially be right before the Super Bowl. And how crazy would that be? Especially when I saw the headline, Kirk Cousins, who is unvaccinated, test positive and out versus the Packers. Now, granted, we know that the Minnesota Vikings, who are not a very good football team, but were still in the playoff hunt at seven and eight. Now against the Packers, who are, as much as I felt like Aaron Rodgers was probably like, yeah, Kirk Cousins, you and me, we're together in this fight. At the same time, yeah, they are, but the Packers need to win this game because they can't afford to lose because they want to have home field advantage. And now the Minnesota Vikings, oh, boo-hoo. What are they gonna do if Kirk Cousins is out? And it looks like his backup, Sean Mannion's out. Maybe they could get Colin Kaepernick to come and play. How about that? Just sign Colin Kaepernick. Because we're seeing it across all sports. NFL, but really in the NBA. All these players, I was like, wait, I thought that player wasn't even in the league anymore. Mario Chalmers signed to a 10-day contract. The other day, Joe Johnson was signed by the Boston Celtics. I was like, who are these guys that are still playing in the NBA? And I thought they had retired. So I think that that's quite interesting to see that on what is arguably, for any Minnesota Vikings fan, the biggest game of the season, the guy who has his guaranteed money, Kirk Cousins, has never, ever, ever delivered for the Minnesota Vikings. And I personally didn't think he really delivered for the Washington football team. Okay, maybe we're talking about a Super Bowl. So I'm okay, it's a lot, but no, he was supposed to be the franchise guy. He destroyed Robert Griffin's career in my mind. And he was supposed to be the savior. Didn't work out. Finally, after overpaying him two seasons in a row with the franchise tag, I was so thankful when they were like, go away. And he went to Minnesota. And what's he done? Not delivered there either. And now, once again, look at them failing the Minnesota Vikings franchise. And the fans. I love it. Now, I don't want them to get COVID. You know, that makes me sad. That's not something that I'm like, oh, yeah, I want people to get COVID. But, you know, you're unvaccinated. Which brings me to another player. So, I should have probably led with this, right? As, as much as possible. That's another thing I would add as a New Year's resolution. I don't want to always be starting the show with like being antagonists like, ah, I don't like this. I'm not happy about this. Because there's a lot of things that I am happy about. And the thing that I'm most happy about that I'm so excited as we go into the new year about this story, is I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to the Washington Wizards all-star All-NBA guard, Bradley Beal. He's back on the court. He's out of the NBA's health and safety protocol, and he's vaccinated. And I'm thankful because the reason why he said he's vaccinated, which is the only thing that I care about, is that he said, because of my family. I feel like that's the best reason for anybody who's unsure about if they should get vaccinated or not. It's do it for your family. And that's what I'm happy. I don't care about the, oh, well, Washington, D.C. has mandated that, you know, uh, any indoor entertainment venue say you must be vaccinated. Because, yeah, it would have been the same issue that Kyrie Irving and the Nets are doing, which I think is disgusting that just because the Nets want to win basketball games, now they're like, okay, well, I guess we can let Kyrie Irving play. No, you got to take a stance like a parent, right? You take a stand and stick with it. If you waver, then what are you doing? What are you doing? Things are getting spicy in the NBA, and most of it is 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 around COVID. But you know, watching the game yesterday, Joel Embiid and Kevin Durant, you know, getting into it a little bit. I'm looking forward to obviously that rivalry growing. But still, as we were talking about COVID, I am concerned when you think of the Raptors and the Leafs. You know, now the Toronto uh, organizations are halting ticket sales among the COVID spread because we got to find a way to stop it. Draymond Green saying, come on, can y'all make up your mind? I mean, this is getting out of control. He said in the tweet, how do you continue to cancel games when you've implemented rules to prevent this from happening? Is that not a competitive advantage for other teams? The guys we didn't have due to the protocol list played no role in Tuesday's loss. Pick a side, but don't straddle the fence because they postponed the Nuggets Warriors game. Something has got to change. But the bottom line is I am happy that Bradley Beal is vaccinated. And that makes the NBA about 97% vaccinated compared to 71% Americans, as the article says, ages 12 and up. But there are just way too many cases of people catching COVID. Notice I said people. I'm not just talking about athletes. People in general, people that are vaccinated are getting Omicron because it obviously is, you know, finding its way into people who are vaccinated. But again, remember, the vaccination is not about keeping you from getting COVID. It's from keeping you from possibly dying or getting severely ill. Remember that every time you think about, oh, if you vaccinated, why you catching COVID? It's not to keep you from catching COVID, it's to keep it from possibly being deadly or you getting severely ill. Remember that, just remember that. But as I'm trying to think about what I'm thankful for, my New Year's resolutions, sporting events that I've loved this year, that I enjoyed, Tiger and his son playing. I enjoy watching Novak Djokovic try to get the Golden Slam. He didn't end up getting it in the end. It started with him not getting the Olympic gold medal, which by the way, as I love to always remember that I was there when Steffi Grav got the gold medal. So she ended up getting that golden slam in 1988. It's amazing. But the thing is that I really enjoyed, and it pro- and it isn't just this year, but it was my first year that I started getting into it. Is the thing I enjoyed most after the championships and and Pitt playing in the Peach Bowl and win the ACC championship, which I'll get into later. But it was a TV show that I enjoyed because the majority of the time, there aren't that many good sports fictional shows. And so is Ted Lasso. I really enjoy watching Ted Lasso. It's just a good, funny show. And I feel like I'm corny to be like, oh, it's so wholesome. But it was just a good show and I really enjoyed it. And that's one of the things that I'm going to remember most about this year. The nonfiction show that I will remember and always enjoy watching is NBA on TNT. The guys are just great. And I wish in my dreams, which I have multiple dreams and aspirations, but if I could be a host of one show, it probably would be a show like that. When I was younger and I was like, oh, maybe I want to be a sportscaster. I was like, "Nah, I don't want to do that. I didn't want to just be in a TV studio and giving out scores and, oh, this team won, that team lost. I enjoy like studio hosts and play by play. And I wish I had gotten into it younger. Uh, Maybe I would have had a bigger career in it than where it is right now. Not that I'm disappointed in my career, but that would have been fun to think that that could have been my career as doing play-by-play or a studio host. Um, and of course, my life is not over, so hopefully it will continue to go up and I can continue to, you know, try to live out my dreams and aspirations. That's my hope. That's my hope. As we head into week 17, the second to last week of the NFL season there's so much at stake this is so exciting this is just one of the best times of the season you know when it gets down to the 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 last games and as i get ready to make my picks Make sure you use. You can use the promo code J as in joy, the number four sport. The link right there in the description. Check out Prize Picks. If you use my promo code, all of my listeners at deposit and use the promo code J is the number four sport will receive a one hundred percent instant deposit match up to one hundred dollars. Prospects operates in a number of US states and Canada. It's the best legal way to play player props as it's daily fantasy made easy. Prospects has a ton of stats to choose from, including points, rebounds, assists, if you're doing NBA, football, You've got touchdowns, yards, catches, a lot to pick from. It's an easy to use mobile app. So use the promo, use the link, type in a promo code and you're good to go. But I am going to get ready to do my gut check picks. A little nervous. I mean, well, nervous is not the right word. But every time I go into this, I'm like, man, am I going to be able to win one of these times? It's hard. And I mean, obviously, if in case you didn't know, I've been doing them as a parlay. So that makes it easier. Or harder, I guess, whichever one you decide. But for me, it makes it... I don't know I guess I just like doing it as a parlay but it's hard to win them it really is so here are my gut check picks Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the New York Jets Buccaneers are favored at minus 13 and a half I am going to take the Buccaneers Philadelphia Eagles at the Washington football team the Eagles are favored at minus four and a half. I'm going to take the Washington football team at plus four and a half. I know they had a tough time playing in Dallas, but you know maybe they'll get a little bit more out of the COVID protocol. They have more of their starters back. We'll see. But I feel like playing at home, I think it's going to be a little bit easier. I hope so. The Atlanta Falcons at the Buffalo Bills. The Bills are favored at minus 14. I am going to take the Atlanta Falcons at plus 14. The Kansas City Chiefs at the Bengals. The Chiefs are favored at minus four and a half. I'm taking the Chiefs there. Rams at the Ravens. The Rams are favored at minus five. Why should I take the Ravens? They have made so many dumb mistakes. I don't know if it was John Harbaugh and the calls he's made or letting Lamar Jackson you know, make him go for two? I don't know, but I'm gonna go in ahead and take the Baltimore Ravens at plus five. The Jaguars at the Patriots. The Patriots are favored at minus 16. That's a lot. That is a lot. I'm gonna take the Jaguars at plus 16. The Dolphins at the Titans. Titans are favored at minus three and a half. The Dolphins are playing well of late. Boy, this is a tough one for me here. Uh, This is probably the first one where I'm like, oh boy, where do I want to go with this one? Because I feel like the Dolphins, man, they won seven in a row. Tennessee, they're six and two at home. The game may be closer. I'm going to go ahead and take the Miami Dolphins at plus three and a half. The Raiders at the Colts. The Colts are favored at minus seven. My thing is with the Colts is I just don't... The Colts have a good point differential, plus 105, 104, excuse me, one of the better point differentials in the league over 100. Uh, There are only one, two, three, four, five, six teams that have that. But I also think that the Raiders, uh, boy, Mm. I guess it's supposed to be gut check picks and I'm thinking too much about this. Raiders have won two in a row. I'm gonna take the Raiders at plus seven. We've got the Giants at the Bears. The Bears are favored at minus five and a half. I don't think either one of these teams are that good. I think the game will be closer. I'm gonna take the Giants at plus five and a half. We've got the 49ers at... Hosting, excuse me, hosting the Texans. I was going to say the 49ers at minus 12. Do I think they will blow out the Texans? That is the key. It's it's not a divisional game. Uh, the Texans aren't necessarily playing well on the road. This might be the last chance for the 49ers to keep their playoff hopes alive as, man, the Cardinals are falling down. I think I will take the Texans, though. I don't see the 49ers winning by more than two touchdowns. I think it might be a little closer. Broncos at the Chargers. Chargers are favored at minus 6.5. The game, I think, will be closer. I will take the Broncos at plus 6.5. The Cardinals at the Cowboys. Man, the Cardinals look bad. The Cowboys look amazing. The way that they dispatched with the Washington football team was tough for me to watch. Oh, that hurt. They've won four in a row. I think they will keep rolling, and the Cardinals just don't look very good. I'll take the Cowboys at minus six and a half. The Carolina Panthers, man, if I could talk right. The Carolina Panthers at the New Orleans Saints. The Saints are favored at minus six and a half. I'm going to take the Saints there at minus six and a half. Don't really have a reason why. but Not that the the Carolina Panthers are that bad, but I feel like it won't be that close. The Detroit Lions at the Seattle Seahawks. The Seahawks are favored at 7.5. Detroit Lions, they've played some close games, but I think the Seahawks, they will win this game handily. I'll take that game at 7.5. The Minnesota Vikings at the Green Bay Packers. No Kirk Cousins. Ha! How about that? Green Bay Packers, I think they will win this game, but will it be by more than two touchdowns? I think so, without Kirk Cousins. I will take that game at the favorite at minus 13 and a half. And the Monday night game, the Pittsburgh Steelers hosting the Cleveland Browns. The Browns are favored at minus three and a half. What kind of Steelers team we will get, I don't know. But when you've got Ben Roethlisberger saying that he is going to be playing in his last game, possibly, of his NFL career, I think you're going to get a spirited Steelers team. I will take the underdog Pittsburgh Steelers at plus three and a half. So that's my parlay. Oh boy, let's see what happens there. That's a lot, and let's go over them one more time. I'm taking the Steelers at plus 3.5, the Packers at minus 13.5, the Seahawks at minus 7.5, the Saints at minus 6.5, the Cowboys at minus 6.5, the Broncos at plus 6.5, the Texans plus 12, the Giants plus 5.5, the Raiders plus 7, the Dolphins plus 3.5, the Jaguars plus 16, the Ravens plus five, the Chiefs minus four and a half, the Falcons plus 14, the Washington football team plus four and a half, and the Buccaneers at minus 13 and a half. And those are your gut check picks. Now, before I end the show, I just wanna talk about something that I really enjoyed yesterday. So when I first started my career at the University of Pittsburgh or my school, when I went to the University of Pittsburgh, Guess I guess I like to think of it as my career. I used to work at WPTS Sports and yesterday I had the opportunity to go back to WPTS Sports. Man, almost 20 years later. It doesn't seem like it was that long ago. And help out the uh, two of the current students at the University of Pittsburgh that were down in Atlanta calling the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, Nick Faribault and uh, Alex Randall. And I really enjoyed it. I enjoy being back in the WPTS studios, doing a little bit of radio. I got fired up. I was obviously rooting for the University of Pittsburgh Panthers to beat the Michigan State Spartans. Unfortunately, it wasn't meant to be. But I just really enjoyed being back in the environment. I didn't do play-by-play, but as I mentioned, I like being a studio host. I really like doing play-by-play. And I got to do it a lot with Monumental Sports and Entertainment and doing basketball and, and tennis, two of the sports that I really know and, and, and love and play. And so it was just neat to be back on campus. And, you know, unfortunately, Pitt did end up losing the game 31-21. to But I could hear the excitement in Alex and Nick's voice and just being in an environment in that big of a game. And it made me think about when I was went to uh, Arizona for the Fiesta Bowl and Pitt lost that game to the uh, Utah Utes 35-7. to That's why I didn't know who Alex Smith was. And I was like, who is this quarterback? Who is this coach in Urban Meyer? but you know Larry Fitzgerald was was the top wide receiver in the in the uh in college at the time so I felt like you know it was exciting to be down there and you know it was like I I thought Pitt had a chance and Pitt had a chance yesterday too but I think they just kind of got worn down by uh injuries they were on their third string quarterback but you know, I also was happy because I feel like the Pittsburgh Panthers got to experience something on a big stage. They were on the, they were one of the the teams in the New York 6. That's the 6 Bowl games that are played around New Year's. They got a couple of big big games leading up to the BCS Championship tonight as well. So it's fun to see. It's sad that COVID is wreaking havoc on some of these Uh, Leagues. It's funny because there was a tweet that was out yesterday that said if the rest of the bowl games don't happen of the New York Six, that whoever won the Peach Bowl would be the national champion. And I think Michigan State or Pitt could have been a national champion, would have been kind of crazy. But I hope now that they're going to be able to play the games tonight. Big games between Bama and Cincy and Michigan and Georgia. And that'll be fun to watch. First game is today at 3.30. Cincinnati and Alabama. Cincinnati's undefeated. They're the team that no one wanted to be playing in the BCS Championship. They don't think they belong because they're not one of the power five. And they go up against Alabama, who's 12-1. And then and Georgia, who should have beat Alabama but didn't. Now they're going up against Michigan, 12-1. And, and Michigan you know, exercising their demons as they beat Ohio State. Jim Harbaugh beat Ohio State. So that'll be fun to watch. Looking forward to those games. But it's, it's you know, it's... As I sat there and I was listening to the guys call the game and watching Pitt on ESPN2 and... I hope Nick Paddy's going to be okay. He was supposed to be the quarterback when Kenny Pickett decided not to play. And I'm sure when he saw Nick Paddy with his injured shoulder, he was like, man, see, that's why I didn't want to play in the bowl game. But it's kind of sad that now professional sports are more important at this point in his career. It would have been nice to see him lead his team to a championship bowl victory. And, And Kenny Pickett, I mean, but you know, that's how it goes that's how it goes but in the end I just really enjoyed myself I really did and uh, I hope if if you are a fan of any of the teams that are still playing that hopefully your team will get a win or at least you'll get a good game I know I did that'll do it for just for sport happy new year everybody i wish you all the best a healthy and prosperous 2022 whatever your endeavors are and i'll see you on the other side i'll see you in a new year ciao for now